everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bulls Football Podcast. This is episode number 14. Um, lots have happened since we've been away. Uh, we have been quite busy with our lives and uh, dealing with uh, the uh, COVID uh, pandemic wave number two. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite the uh, uh, interesting interesting situation that's been happen to, happening to everybody. Hopefully everybody stays safe. Uh, we are staying safe. Uh, you know, we're blessed to be safe right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully everybody's families are doing okay. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, as you guys can all hear, we got uh, Victor Speck over on the other side. What's up, guys? What's up? And you got Uncle CB here. Um, today we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the usual United results, Chelsea results, some exciting games this weekend between Tottenham and City. City is top of the league right now, Mourinho's men. Um, and also we'll be venturing into uh, some sections of the Serie A as we have, um, you know, the Zlatan Ibrahimovic and the AC Milan crew uh, taking care of things out in Italy. And in Germany, you know, the league is starting to become what we expected. Bayern is leading, Borussia is second. What more can you ask for? Anyway, <laughs> let's get right into it, man. So, you know, bro, we're going to start with Chelsea because Chelsea played early on Saturday. Um, you know, yeah, I didn't really get a chance. To, you know, I didn't really get a chance to watch that game. Right now with football, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, I started to get towards this stage where football surrounds every single thing and I started to get a little bit, like, tired. Mm-hmm. And you know, it gets, you know, it becomes exhausting. You know, this is ground hard day for us United fans. So it starts to get quite boring for us. But for you guys, Chelsea, man, right now it's pretty exciting, bro. Like you guys are looking pretty hot right now. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that game, man. What happened? I didn't even watch the game. I didn't even watch the highlights. Honestly, right now, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like I don't even know what the results were for that game, to be honest. 2-0. <laughs> Why do you? Okay, I know it was 2-0, but... <laughs> Over-exaggerate, but I honestly, I didn't even, usually I'll go back and I'll just like tune on the highlights and see like what happened over in the previous week. Mm-hmm. But this week I was just like, man, fuck that. I'm not fucking watching nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll get to United section. Even United game, I didn't really even watch it. Like I watched it, but I didn't watch it. Like that's how disinterested I, I was with the team. So right now football is a little bit... uh I don't know, man. It's just kind of uh, lame, you know. It's boring on the other side for me. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what happened? What happened with Chelsea, bro? You tell me. In the Chelsea game, man. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea just looking. Chelsea just looking sweet, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. We're just looking good. Um, started off with uh, with Thiago Silva. He didn't play this game because he traveled. And then um, basically Rudiger came in again <laughs> and uh, he kept a clean sheet. So like whatever Frank's doing is working. And I think it's like that solidarity in the back that just making making things happen, right? Chelsea is weak when it comes to starting games. So notice that like, hence why um, if you watch the game, you'll see that Newcastle tried attacking right from the very beginning. Like, as soon as the game started, Newcastle created one chance, right? And yeah. um, and I think that's something that we need to work on because it's going to – eventually teams are going to figure that out and they're going to be like Chelsea's way weak, the weakest, at their weakest at the beginning of the game. So if we can hit them there, then we can hurt them a little bit, right? And those are little things that you kind of want to just cut out your game, right? But uh, moving on to the performances, like this game was good. Um we wanted 2-0, one own goal by Newcastle, but we should have scored way more goals than two. We need to be more um, at the jugular, cutting cutting teams' throats out where just kind of like how City was like two years ago, right? Just keep yeah. killing teams, right? Just keep killing them. And uh, how Liverpool were last year. So if we could do that, we could become such a formidable team. I think I see us in the title race now for sure. Um, even though it's still early, I think we're going to be in that conversation because of the way the team is playing and the momentum that we're carrying. We did go top of the league at the at the beginning of the morning on Saturday. 
but uh, then Tottenham won, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then so, so we were second, and then Liverpool won, so we were third, right? But uh, yeah, I love seeing Chelsea play the four three three with the with Angolo Kante in the back um, as the CDM. Um, yeah, as much as I love Jorginho, Angolo Kante just offers so much more being a destroyer when it comes to that position, right? And um, Jorginho, we are, we know is like he's he's like uh suspect when it comes to getting countered, right? So um Kante in the in the back as a destroyer. Then we had uh we had Kovacic and Mount as the playing as a as the double eights and I think that's perfect. That's how we need to be playing. I said this like before in the other in the other episodes of the podcast where it's like Frank needs to know when to use the four three three and then when to bring in the four two three one basically just to close out games, right? Yeah and that's what that's what he's doing now, and I'm I'm starting to love it very much. Uh, Timo Warner played on the left wing, um, Tammy in the front, and then on the right was Hakim Ziyech, right? So, um, Tammy was very instrumental in the way he was holding the ball up. Like I like I like seeing Tammy as a nine. I think it's far better than having uh, uh, uh what do you call it, uh, Timo there. Because then what it offers is he can bring that hold up play. Timo won't be able to hold up play against like physical teams, right? So um him playing from the left side offered offered a good a good uh thing, a good uh, option. And I think uh I saw something from Timo that I really liked on in this Newcastle game. He was getting more direct. He was actually taking players on and pushing them all the way back, right? So and uh, coming back and doing the defensive work as well as usual, but seeing him go more direct makes me think, okay, yeah, he can be doing, he can be doing more of that because that was that was what Pulisic offered, and a lot of these, a lot of the wingers that we have right now do not have that, right? And um, having having Timo do that is perfect right now. So um, the own goal came in; uh, it was from a cross. And then uh, Chihuahua was there, and basically the Newcastle player was also there, and he basically put it inside his own net. But then the second goal that came was basically from Timo sprinting all the way in, cutting into the middle, and basically taking the uh, defenders out of out of position. And Tammy was running alongside him, and then he just passed passed it over to Tammy, and Tammy just shot it in, hit the hit the the bottom right um, post, and went inside. Right, so yeah. Yeah, but uh, other than that, the team is looking good. If we can continue this, um, we can be definitely looking at uh, top top three or top two finish, honestly, because if we take advantage of how the way these other teams are other playing, it's going to be a perfect situation, I think. So. Yeah, no, man, you guys are in a good spot, man. You know, I've been saying this right now when it comes to um, the Premier League this year. Yeah, stay stay by Liverpool. Any team that can stick by Liverpool right now, exactly. yeah, you're, you're in a good spot. You're in a healthy place for the end of the season, because Liverpool. I've you you saw what they did this weekend, right? Like that's uh, you know, like you can see you, you, they don't have the, their players and they're yeah. still working through teams. Like Leicester is no slouch, right? That team, Leicester is not a you know small team. But, yeah, but I, also, I also think I also think Leicester uh, Brendan Rodgers made a mistake in his in what he was doing. Like to have such an attacking team and then have to play them as defensively. But no, 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 he did not make a mistake. In fact, he's he did what he has been doing. If you've watched any of Leicester's last like four or five games, that's exactly how they've been playing. Counter attacking, yeah, they're yeah, counter attacking. In this game, they didn't offer much going forward. Well, they did not for much because of how good Liverpool is. You know, that's just different. I just, I just think it's because they did not try. Honestly, no, I it's think, not because I think, it's not because no man. It's easy to say that when you play against Liverpool, it's a whole different game. Liverpool yeah. are the best team in the Premier League, hands down. They oh. have the best bench. They have the best coaches. They have the best system. They know how to like play from start to finish. Absolutely. They can have. They can have any person. I get what you're saying. Like they didn't offer any much, much, but they, it's just because they couldn't. That's how good Liverpool is. Like you guys, I think people forget how good this team is. It's easy when you say this, and then next minute you see your team playing against club side, 
And then you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. So this is how it is then, right? Like bottom line is stick by Liverpool, no matter what, stick by them. Like, yeah, they have the injuries. They're going to probably make a couple of mistakes. They're going to lose a couple of games, um, you know, but just stick by them. That's the, that's the, the fundamental truth to surviving this Premier League this year or challenging for a title is to watch what Liverpool is doing and don't be mm-hmm. far off them. If you're far mm-hmm. off them, guess what's gonna happen? Guess what's gonna happen? You guys will not be anywhere close to winning anything. Now, yeah. for me, the way I'm looking at things, and this is why I always say people should not be overreactive. Like, look at Chelsea now. Everybody, <laughs> when West Brom were pumping in three goals, Southampton were pumping in three goals. Um, you know, they were tying games. I can't remember the, the other game that they tied and they were not winning games. Oh yeah, they tied with United. You know, they were not winning games and everybody was like, oh my God, Lampard, you know, this, this. Look, you know, the system that he has in play is designed to support his attacking unit and once his attacking unit starts to click, it's like mm-hmm. a world machine. You guys yeah. have so many attackers that, you know, okay, let's say uh, you guys were tying the game 2-2. Okay, just bring on, um, you know, Hudson Odoi, please. Thank you. Um, bring on this other guy. Thank you. Like that's how much, that's how much you guys have um, really, uh, uh, or, or how uh, how much you guys have in terms of personnel that can do a job for you. And then finally, mm-hmm. now you're getting the defense clicking. You know, you guys. We, I've always said Anthony Rudiger is the guy. But, I mean, the last time when I saw him play with Germany, he freaking shocked the hell out of me. I was like, hell no. But uh, maybe he's the guy that comes in and starts to really solidify the back line. When Thiago really comes back, then Thiago is just an extra st- uh, extra person, extra body, extra leader that can help give you guys the ex- extra security you need in the back. And then mm-hmm. Edward Mendy, you know, I'm always seeing pictures of him, uh, you know, in the laundry, uh, keeping a clean sheet. <laughs> So, you know, that's uh, uh, the whole thing now is oiled out perfectly for Chelsea, man. Like, you guys have no clue. Like, just stick – because at the end of the day, bottom line, we're looking at – we're going to talk about Spurs probably in a little bit here, but we're looking at what Chelsea is doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Spurs is doing it. Mourinho knows this. This is is the good thing about Mourinho. This is second season now. So guess what? Mourinho is ready now for everybody. So he knows this thing. That's why he's he's sticking by the, the leader now. He's like, either I'm on top of the leader or I stick by the leader. I don't need to worry about City. I need to worry about Pool. Right? Exactly. Yeah, so, I was I was I was telling I was telling Paul the same thing when uh the the um a couple of weeks ago. I was like, all, all Chelsea needs to do is just stay at bay with them. If you if you're if you're with the champion and you you're just maybe like three four points off, think about it. That's a game and fucking a tie. That's that's what you need to get back there, right? But if yeah. you're like nine points, ten points, twelve points away from them, yeah, then it's like it's, it's way more difficult to to yeah. to stick with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of I kind of use that uh, the reference when it came to Toronto uh, Raptors with Boston Celtics. Um, if Toronto it kept kept at bay with with uh, Boston Celtics in the third quarter, right? Um, and then heading into the fourth, it would have been much easier to overtake them. But because Toronto mm. fell so far behind, it came a point where it was like, okay, yeah, Boston, we ain't ca- Boston, we're not gonna catch Boston no matter how hard we try. And you just yeah, yeah. want to give you, you want to give yourself a chance to fight because you know that the fight's not gonna be easy, right? So nah, bro, yeah. Cool, man. Well, no, good on you guys. Good on Chelsea. Um, and it's good to see now that Lampard is playing Kante in his natural position. He's not messing that up. Um, mm-hmm. And he's playing, as you said, Kovacic. Like, you know, that's that's a good thing. So good on you guys. You guys got to keep that up. And, uh, you know, me, I want an exciting, exciting race this year. I don't want like a lopsided mm-hmm. Liverpool walking to the Premier League title. You know, I like what I'm seeing with Spurs. I like what you guys are doing, think, and then Leicester. I think, I think it's gonna be a, a six-way title race. Honestly, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I don't think. I think that's too sentimental. You're only looking at the nine games, and yeah. that's a little bit too sentimental. I think. Um, in fact, probably next week we probably should do the um, quarterly review because it will be to hit ten games, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't think it will become 
I don't think it's going to be a nine game situation. I mean, I mean, so I don't think it's going to become a six way tie. I really mm-hmm. think that watch just, just you start watching because right now club is trying to get his, his group oiled out. You mm-hmm. guys are getting yourself oiled out. Tottenham is getting themselves cleaned out. The mm-hmm. team that uh, if anything that, uh, 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 sorry, the team that um, if anything, we kind of need to um, maybe that might sneak in might be Lester. But I can guarantee you, bro, and happening. Like, look, Everton is going to fall off the wayside. Southampton, as much as they're so good, I think they're going to start falling off the wayside. Villa, they're already, they, out of five, their last five games, they've lost three. They were the mm-hmm. ones who were pushing for top. Everton, out of their last five games, they lost three. Southampton yeah. the only one that didn't lose any uh, games in the last five yeah. and is in the top they're five right now. Today, yeah. Yeah, they played today. They've they've t- uh, dr- uh, drawn two, one three. Yeah. Leicester have lost two, draw, uh, one three. The mm-hmm. only teams that are looking solid is Spurs, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Yeah, right. It's Spurs, mm-hmm. Liverpool, and Chelsea. So, I I really think that people this whole thing about um, you know six way. I don't. I really don't buy that, man. I'm sorry. Like I think that it's gonna be there's gonna be two or uh, two or three pack that picks himself up and separates himself from the rest yeah. and is the scraps is for the rest of the people to, to fight for. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I, I hear what you're saying. Six, six teams, but nah, this is the premier league, bro. This is not happening. I can guarantee you like the premier league is so competitive. Once he entered from fourth down, those teams can be beat. The mm-hmm. top three, even the top three to an extent, Spurs and Chelsea can be beat. Liverpool right now with their injuries can be beat, but they have enough firepower and they've shown in the first quarter here that they're the most consistent teams. And yeah. I can guarantee you that they're going to be, uh, it, it may it may even be a one-way one way race. In, in fact, I might even go ahead halfway through the season, we may see a one-way race. So mm-hmm. let's just wait. Let's not get carried away. December is coming. Yeah, December is coming. Exactly. December is where we're going to start to see teams like really sweat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, jumping over to United um, real quick here. Uh, to be honest, man, as I said, I barely even watched that game. Bro, I had Call of Duty. I was playing Call of Duty and I had United on the background. Like, bro, like this this, this team at this moment right now has put me – I'm so disengaged with this fucking United team, bro. It's not mm-hmm. funny. But I am so happy <laughs> that we're winning games. I um, when we go back into like the key moments of that match, like first of all, you can talk about how only set up everybody. Everybody is um, crit- criticized only before before the game started, and how mm-hmm. he set up. He set up with two center central defensive midfielders, Matic and Fred, and then he had Bruno. And then he also had Mata. People already started crying. They were like, "What the heck is this guy doing? How dare mm-hmm. he?" This was supposed to be the game Cavani was supposed to start. Why didn't he push Marcel out wide, Rashford out wide? Like, they were whining, complaining. Look, man, I have already done this a million. It feels like Groundhog Day with United, man. I've done this a million times that I don't care anymore. Like, Ole is going to, Ole right now is fighting for his job. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. This dude, right, like, you you know, this guy is fighting for his job when for the first time, Ever the last game, Everton, the one we didn't cover last week, uh, yeah. last two weeks, this guy was on the touchline and he wasn't looking at his iPad, he wasn't yeah. playing Candy Crush, you know what I'm saying? This guy, for <laughs> real, you know, <laughs> this guy right now, for real, was actually doing his job. That's how you mm-hmm. know shit is serious right now. Only like he looked disheveled, he looked like, bro, man, I'm stressed out. That Everton game, he was stressed the fuck out, and then mm-hmm. you now coming over to the West Brom game and everybody's thinking that, Oh, he's going to roll over West Brom. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like you guys don't know this team. You guys don't know this manager. This guy is not going to blow through West Brom. He's going to sneak by West Brom. And what did he do? He snuck by them. The yeah. first call, everybody, the first play, like uh, where Bruno, uh, everybody's saying Bruno should have considered a penalty, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But honestly, when I looked at it, that guy went down like fucking, you know, somebody blew like uh, you know a, a bullet right through his back or some shit. Did nobody yeah. touched him? 
the way he felt was so awkward. It looked so unnatural. And the way yeah. Bruno won, like Bruno touched the ball. Yeah, he touched his shin, but he touched the ball. And the way the guy fell, he was looking for the penalty, bro. Like that, mm-hmm. that for me, I'm happy with the call. Most my, most refs probably won't take it back. They will, they will stick by their decision. But I'm happy the guy called it back. And you can call us Varchester or whatever. Yes, we are. I, I own that name. And I'm going to keep owning that name because it's helping us secure points right now. But <laughs> we are Var- – <laughs> We are Varchester United to the core. I'm not complaining. If you want to call us Penchester, we are Penchester United. We are claiming that in the name of Jesus right now. Like, I'm not playing with y'all. <laughs> we are claiming Penchester and Varchester United. We have to. Because if we don't claim that shit, we're going to be fucking in relegation zone, bro. Like, I'm just telling y'all right now. So, you know, with um, uh, when it comes to United, man, like, um, and the luck that we had with that, bro. And then next minute, stupid handball, and somehow, boom, we got a penalty. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, Penchester. Mm-hmm. And then worst case, Bruno does all his, you know, dribble feints, dance around the ball before he takes the penalty. Some Johnson mm-hmm. comes out of his, you know, line to save the uh, penalty. I knew they were going to call that back because you know what? I knew Jesus was on our side, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know? Like, we are secure, man. Like, United has to be covered. We're protected. We are ready to go. Um, and we are ready to freaking, like, go in and, and and get into the top four. If 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 God wants us to be there, we're going to be there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling all those haters right now, man. We're United. When it comes to penalties, seriously, just forget it. We we're either putting it in the net, we're either getting an opportunity to retake the penalty, or we're getting a, a penalty opportunity or penalty against us overturned for us. So that's how good it is. Anytime I watch United games right now, I'm like, yeah, man, the lawyer's on our side. So I'm not really complaining too much about that. But <laughs> on on the type of football we're playing. Man, West Brom could have equalized that game, man. There was a good-ass save from David De Gea, and then there was mm-hmm. also a shot that hit the post, you know? On the other yeah. hand, we missed some chances, too. There was a yeah. chance that Bruno put on a plate for Martial, and, okay, did Martial take that shot well? Yes, he did. He did the right thing. Did Sam Johnston make a world-class save? Yes, he did. Could Martial have done better? Absolutely. Yeah. He could have yeah, put it on the other side of the corner. He played it right to him. Huh? The ball was played right to him. Yeah, it, it was in a way played right to him, but in a way, mm-hmm. he, he had to react right away, right? So, in a way, the way I look at it, it's a 50-50, man. Like, it's easy for me to sit here and criticize. Would Harry Kane bury that? Absolutely, because it's Harry Kane. Harry Kane yeah. is a, I hate to use the term world-class striker, but you know what? Let me call it mm-hmm. as it is, man. Harry Kane is a world-class striker. Tottenham yeah. are lucky to have that dude on their team. If that guy goes to Liverpool, Chelsea, United, City, man, I- I'm surprised City hasn't even – City need a striker. I'm surprised they're not even freaking splashing the cash on this dude. But anyway, mm-hmm. Martial didn't take his opportunity very well, and mm-hmm. it put us under pressure, you know? Um, Rashford also had another good opportunity that Bruno set him up on. And mm-hmm. Bruno, Bruno right now is saving this freaking team, bro. Like that's what he, that's what he did. That's what he did um, uh, late last season too. He is saving. There is no player except for maybe Fred that is coming close to Bruno right now. And how much he is helping, man. You have no freaking idea. Like I'm like watching this. I'm like you know, and that's the reason why I was playing Call of Duty, man. Because I couldn't I couldn't bear the stress. I couldn't yeah. bear the stress of watching United again and again and again. And, mm-hmm. bro, man, my high blood pressure, you know, I don't have the high blood pressure, but, like, my blood pressure, I don't need that shit to be going high for Manchester United, man. I need to work. Yeah. I need to put food on the table. I need to make money. You know what I'm saying? So I can't be stressing about this team while watching our shit week in, week out, bro. Like, so I knew, like, Everybody were like, oh, we're going to be, like, tearing up West Brom. I knew we're not. it wasn't going to be as easy as it is. We always make it difficult for ourselves. And mm-hmm. Ole, man, this, this guy, if there's – you know what I told you, right? I told you, if Trump loses the United States election, just watch. Ole's clock is ticking now. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, Ole has more lives or the same amount of lives as Trump has. Anytime there's an ax over this guy's head – 
Just watch. Yeah. Axe over Oli's head. All of a sudden, the way. Have, and a guiding angel just comes by his side, and this guy starts to win matches from nowhere. So, yeah. you know, I'm telling you right now, the clock is ticking for that dude. He knows it. How you can go to against a team against West Brom, play the way you played, not win the game, you know, and yes, we created chances. Please don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But if West Brom has scored their chances and we have scored our chances, we would have yeah. won the game 3-2. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So yeah. you, you cannot go in, you cannot go into these matches anymore expecting United to win. You have to go into these matches being worried. And um that dude right now, Oli, he's he's been, he's a lucky man, man. He's a lucky man. Now the final piece I want to cover, I don't like to play this agenda game. I don't like to, you know, you guys know how I feel about Oli. I know that he's not the right guy for this job, you know, and I'm happy. I'm always happy if our team wins. I'm happy. People always ask me, well, if your team wins and Ole still stays on the job, you know, can't, wouldn't you, don't you wish sometimes that he loses so he can get fired? And mm-hmm. honestly, for me, nah, I want my team to win. I don't want my team to be losing games. I don't want to be coming in because I don't want to be sitting there getting bantered by like stupid ass Arsenal fans or, <laughs> um, you know, freaking, uh, you know, sometimes Chelsea fans, uh, you yeah. know, uh, I don't want to be bantered by, by, by that's like that's like a subject in the group chat right now. You're yeah. lucky you haven't been you haven't been on much, bro. I'm staying away yeah. from the group chat right I now because you, you leaving you leaving more and Sean alone to deal with Paul, yo. Paul and <laughs> Paul, Paul and Yana, they're just going crazy. Nah, man, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even putting my energy on that right now, man. I'm just like, I don't need that stress. The, this weekend, some dude like tried to troll me, like he or troll us, and he was like, "Yo, Lukaku was, you know, part of four goals against uh, Torino." I'm like, "Bro, it's Torino. It's Torino. Yeah. They're on the Premier League, homie. Like Premier League is a whole different ball." Look. I get where people come up with this Lukaku thing, and you know how look Lukaku. He's doing phenomenal in Inter. More mm-hmm. power to him. But, bro, like, don't bring him up in the same sentence with United right now because it, if Ronaldo can dominate the talent Serie A, Zlatan could be dominating the talent Serie A. Come on, man. Like, Lukaku, how old is he? This guy should be wrecking the Italian, Italian Serie A. So don't put, don't put him on the same sentence as United. He was good for us. He wanted to leave, um, and he ended up leaving. So... That's what it is. So right now with banter stuff, I'm like, I'm not in the mood. If people want to banter me right now, I'm coming out. I'm I'm locking, loading shit up, ready for them, bro. So people are not coming close to me. And after that guy, and it was an Arsenal dude too. After he posted that shit, I ended up posting like a comparison between United Emery and uh, freaking uh, Arteta. And he shut up. He didn't say anything all day. So, you know, I don't want people to be coming over to bantering me because I'm, I ain't bantering nobody. Uh, but on a real note, man, but you know, this this team, Manchester United, man, is just stress, bro. It is stress. Watching them, following them, looking at the manager, he's stressed out. You can tell he knows his days. Pochettino is sitting there coming up on Sky. You know, I have to believe, you know, I can come back and do great things with, you know. The, the, Ooh, you know? Pochettino was on Sky? He was on Sky, bro. He was on oh, Sky. This no. guy, you know, you know that's when we're loading, you know? So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's coming, man. That's coming. But on the other hand, it shows you how bad our leadership is in United mm-hmm. right now that we are not taking the leap of faith and Cannonole. Like, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say that way because if this was Chelsea, if this was Bayern, if this was Real, if this was Barca, they will can you. Oh, yeah. They will can you. Because they'll mm-hmm. look at your ass and they'll say, why aren't you do with all these investments we made? Pogba, mm-hmm. 90. Van der Beek, 40. Uh, what they call him? Um, uh, yeah, the, the Bruno, 50. Maguire, 80. Even though Maguire is a little bit of a brick. 80. You know, mm-hmm. Juan Bissaka. 50 and he still can't cross it back you know like yeah, we we have Marcia Rashford and we're playing against West Brom that looks like they're going to get relegated again this season mm-hmm. and we're only squeaking by by a win by by a goal right so mm-hmm. um most of the real clubs that are that are that are interested in their success and their ambition 
will cannon right away. Juventus will cannon, mm-hmm. right? So to see Ole get away with all this stuff he's doing scot-free is such an insult to this club, an insult to the fans, an insult to like what the ethos of United is about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And should we give Ole more? I I I I think based on the fact that Ole came third last season, he deserved the time. But honestly, yeah. man, he can't be playing like this, squeaking through like this all through mm-hmm. the end because it's just not feasible. Eventually, yeah. he's going to get found out. He's going to play against, you know, uh, he's already, you know, Spurs came in, blasted his ass. And like, yeah, you know, red card, and I get it. But they mm-hmm. blasted him. Freaking, uh, who else uh, 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 tore him up a new one uh, the other day? Um, uh, Basak Shir. Basak Shir. Shir. Beat him. 2-1. Blasted him, you know. Like he can't be taking these L's, man. Like it just, you just can't be doing that shit at this level, uh, in the Barclays Premier League and uh, in, in the Champions League. So, and he blew a fantastic opportunity to go into the next round. If he had beat Basak Shahir and tied with them today, or at least tied with them last game and then beat them today, he would have been in a. I mean, beat them on Tuesday, he would have been in a perfect spot. But he screwed that up. So, only not in a good place, man. Huh? He would have qualified already. If he, he would did have qualified that. already, and then and then people would have gotten off his back. But he's just like he's a lost cause, man. This guy, he's stressed out. He is stressed out to the core, and you can yeah. see it. Um, you can see. I can. I think. I think what's gonna happen is right now they're probably just like these guys, man. The Glazers and fucking Ole Ole. Um, what's his name? Woodward. Mm-hmm. Ed Woodward. These guys are probably just worried about the money. So what they want Ole to do is once he makes that 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 next round of Champions League, they'll fire him. Nah, no, I don't think I don't think I don't think his job is in jeopardy. To be honest, I actually after looking at all this stuff, I don't think this guy, I don't think he is in jeopardy. I think he's in a good he's still sitting cozy because he's stressed, yes, but the ball, the club doesn't have the balls to can him because Ole still has a massive following. This guy, this is the reason, right, why they hired him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Club, club legend. If you hire a club yeah. legend, for you to let mm-hmm. them go is so fucking difficult. Like you, you, because the fans are gonna go after you now. They're gonna be like, "Well, you guys have screwed up so much. We need to get rid of you now." Right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. For for him, he's. I think he has all the way till till December, to be honest. And if anything, like he can qualify for the Champions League and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying, because they don't, they don't want to, they don't want to can him while the Champions League is going on. They want to can him after he qualifies, because then it, what that's going to do is they won't, they won't be Champions League for another till, for two months till February. If they give him some time to work. If they keep him that long and he qualifies for the Champions League, he will build mm-hmm. another following again. People will get, people will come back and support Oli. United yeah. fans are so fickle, man. Right now, they're shouting Ole out. Next week, we'll let him win a couple of games, get through, they're going to be Ole in again. That's just the way it is. So United, I saw a chart, and they show like delusional fans and um, crazy fans, toxic fans, all the stuff. United fans are like delusional. They're put on delusional. It's hilarious. But <laughs> our fans, if you start winning games again, they will back you. They will support you. Me, yeah. who, from day one, you know where I've stood. I've always been holy. This is not the guy. I've always said it from day one. Even myself is like, bro, give him a chance. He came third. Even I yeah. have to say it because I'm like, it doesn't make sense to fire a manager who came third. If he comes back and gets us back into Champions League, bro, mm-hmm. we're going to be like, keep him, bro. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he figured out his mess. He fixed the problem, right? But mm-hmm. for me, it's not necessarily about the results. Even though, the, yes, the results matter, it's not. It's also how you play because how you play, how Ole plays right now is not sustainable for a team yeah. like United. It's not. To, everybody's looking at Mourinho right now and they're seeing what what he's doing and they're like, "Oh, Mourinho's gonna Mourinho can help you play this way and he will mm-hmm. win you. A, he will win you a title. He will win you a yeah. trophy, but mm-hmm. he will get figured out next season." Yeah, that's the trick. That's Mourinho's class one move. Come in the mm-hmm. first year, steady the ship. Second year, win a title. Third year, get fired. Like it's Mourinho's modus operandi, you know? And this is the thing. For managers who are very defensive, 
It doesn't work. Look at Wolves. Wolves are a good team. We look at them. Like, we watched the game today. Good team. But that team is not going to win shit. Or maybe they mm-hmm. win shit, but they will not be a consistently winning team because their yeah. system and their style of play isn't modernized enough to be pro modernized football is more much more proactive. You're proactive mm-hmm. in the press, you're proactive in your passing, you're proactive in keeping the ball, you're proactive in moving. You know, the the uh what they call it, uh archaic football is very reactive. You know, yeah. you want you get you seat possession. You see the football and you say, you do what you need to do and I will find space behind you and mm-hmm. win the game. And yeah. that's okay because it gives results, but it doesn't give you results consistently. That's why Mourinho is a seasoned journeyman. You would go from, mm-hmm. from Portugal to England, to Italy, to Spain, back to England, back to different clubs, you know, oh, I'm a Chelsea man tomorrow. I'm a Man United man tomorrow. I'm a Tottenham man, you know, because their style only comes in and is a, is a setup system to protect the team and protect them from defeats, but help them win something. And then after teams figure them out is why you've seen coaches like Sam Allardyce, Tony Pulis, Chris Hutton. These are coaches who coach significantly defensive style of football play and, Mm -hmm. You can always see them in the lower leagues. Even Roy Hodgson, they coach defensive systems that they preach defensive systems and say, our team is not good enough to play on the front foot. So we're going to see possession, give the other team the ball, and then counterattack, counterattack, counterattack. Now, this is a perfect segue for Tottenham because watching that Tottenham game, did he get the result? Absolutely. Did their team's performance look good on a defensive standpoint? Absolutely. Eric Dyer played the game of his life against City, right? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. played the game of his life against City. because. But then another thing you have to look at is look at the way Hodgeberg, Sissoko, Ndombele, how much they cover ground to protect that back four from getting exposed, right? Yeah. But when mm-hmm. you're going to play against teams, they're going to say, okay, well, we figured out you want to give us the football, so we're going to give you the football, and we're going to be better defensively. We're going to find mm-hmm. the space, and we're going to we're going to challenge guys like Out of the Wild, you know, uh, Eric Dyer, um, Sergio Rie, Matt Doherty, Sergio Aguilar, mm-hmm. Ben Davies. We're going to challenge dudes like that on a one v one or a three v three or a two v two. We're mm-hmm. now forced. To, uh, we're now isolating them. And they are forced to defend on on a man to man basis. You're going to see those guys exposed. Is the problem that United have because our mm-hmm. center backs and are, are not very good enough. So Ole realized this. He's like, okay, the center backs are not good one v one. So I'm going to put Matic and Fred to protect them, so that way mm-hmm. when you break against them, you're not you're not going against Ma- um, Maguire alone. You're not going against Lindelof alone. You're going against yeah. four players now. So the mm-hmm. opportunities for you to go against 1v1 against Maguire is slim. You're going to be going against one Maguire, and then guess who's supporting him? Fred. You're going yeah. to be going against Lindelof, and guess who's supporting him? Matic. And this mm-hmm. is the reason why you see guys like Donny van der Beek not play on the team, um, Pogba not play on the team, because the defensive work that they're the supporting of the defensive side, they're not very good at doing that. So... Mm-hmm. Mourinho has figured this out and he's, he's doing it and he's doing it to good effect at this moment. He's going to sneak by. He's going to get games one nothing, 2-1, you know, against teams like City. It's not rocket science, bro. Like, Ole figured this out last season. Sit back, counterattack, make sure you play the greatest defensive game of your lives, counterattack yeah. and score and win games. And with Harry Kane, um, Hyoming Son, Bergwijn, Bale even, Mourinho has the perfect mix, the perfect concoction to be able to go out and now counterattack these teams, hit teams on the break, and absolutely mm-hmm. mess mess teams up that are very good with the football. So, yeah, you know, it's not a sustainable t- style of play, but I think this season it would do him wonders because now Harry Kane is believing. Remember the meeting when he said, you know, Harry Kane, I think I can make you explode. Yeah, this is it now. Harry Kane is trying to believe his own hype. He's trying to believe mm-hmm. himself, and Mourinho is putting him in a place where he can thrive um, mm-hmm. through the counterattack and finding the space behind. So without, without getting any, any injuries, too. Uh, sorry, 
without gaining without any getting injuries. Any injury. Yeah, limiting his injuries, limiting the amount of work he has to do. And also, mm-hmm. Mourinho is smart. You see what I, I said earlier? If I was Mourinho, I would not take the Europa League seriously. Mm-hmm. Because if you take the Europa League seriously, injuries. You guys are going to be injured, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so far, he's played the system where if you look, they're losing against Antwerp. People call them Wi-Fi password, you know? Lost one nothing against Antwerp. Comes out later, smashes, you know, the, the league. Smashes United 6-1. Smashes other yeah. teams. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's playing the guys mm-hmm. who are like, you know, who need a couple of minutes here in like Europa League. Yeah, go for a run. Maybe he may sneak into the next round. Maybe he may do well the next period. And then next minute you see him um, uh, uh, dominating the Premier League and people are like, how is this fucking happening? How is mm-hmm. Mourinho doing this? So you got to, he's, he's playing the right games right now. This season is the season. If Tottenham don't win a trophy this season, I don't think they'll ever win a trophy again because the players after this, after this much work, if they don't get to where they want to get to, mm-hmm. the the belief is gone, you know? So yeah, that's the same thing that happened to Bochettino. They came second. They came uh, second, and I think they came fourth or third the next time. Like, it's so draining. You know, you you yeah. they were the best team in England over two years. Mm-hmm. Best team in England over two years. But they were, God, they were so, the, the miracle of Leicester was so powerful, it drained them. The second season, yeah. they just couldn't keep up. Like, it drained them. So, mm-hmm. you have to, we have to win when you're on top. If you don't win when you're on top, players lose belief, they lose confidence, and they're not capable of doing what they need to do. So, anyway, but that game that game was good. Yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a good game. Um, um, Pep, Pep is starting to get found out, man. This guy's buying defenders left, right, and center, and they're not doing what he needs them to do, you know? Yeah. yeah Pep is uh, he's on the verge now. <laughs> he's, on, he's on the verge. He signed a new contract, too. So. He did, yeah. He signed yeah. a new contract. People and are... now they're expecting, expecting more from him. Yeah. The, the contract was actually such a good contract, too. He got like he got he got a three million um three million pound raise if he wins yeah. Champions League, right? Mm. So I don't like, think you think he's gonna win Champions League this year. I think I I think that's what he's most focused on. I don't think he's focused on Prem, honestly. Yeah, because that that's the title that the only title that he hasn't won, mm. and the only title that he has won with Barcelona. So everybody's like. He's a fraud in Champions League, right? Fraudiola. (laughs) Fraudiola. But, uh, yeah, but he could do it. That team is still stacked regardless. They just need, like, a little bit of time to just gel, gel their players in and just work together, build something. In Champions League, so far, they're doing it. They're doing it against everybody. Well, but Champions League, those teams are not that good, man. Like, those... But in Prem... The, I, I almost feel like it's a disadvantage because the Prem is so tough, right? Yeah, so it when is it a disadvantage. Comes, when you're playing all these shit teams and then you come to the Prem to play, you're not ready. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, a disadvantage both, it's a disadvantage both ways because if we're playing in the Prem, um, you're playing tougher games, much more intense games. It's like a, a, a war of attrition. The Premier League is bloody, man. Like, I don't, you know, and and people before used to always say, oh, Premier League is not that great. I get it. Like, people got Bayern winning the league. I get it. Bayern, it's a, a surprise. Barca will come in the league, they'll beat most teams. Real coming in the league, they'll beat most teams. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, the one key thing is let's not forget what the, the, um, how difficult it is because the key thing that a lot of people miss is the money that's put into the Premier League. The money, the money raises yeah, the yeah. league so high that even, even teams like Juventus mm-hmm. have to like sell players to like save up on COVID. Premier League is buying players left, right and center. Like, yeah. you know, that's how, that's how much money the Premier League makes. People still watch it. People are signing up on the zone to watch this thing in Canada, right? Like, it's 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 such a money maker that you know you cannot you cannot ignore how good of a league 
It is like it's it's too competitive. It's very very competitive. Yeah. Yes, these teams will come and they will, they will. I think they will still beat a lot of teams, but I still think they will, they will lose a lot of games mm-hmm. than they will lose in the domestic leagues. And this puts mm-hmm. so much stress when they now get into the Champions League. And then in Champions League, they're just stressed, man. Like yeah. they've just always fighting for his job. He just squeaked out a one nothing. Now he has to go play Istanbul, Istanbul Basak Shehir. Mm-hmm. And then next week, he has to fight against Southampton, mm-hmm. who are such a fucking good team when you watch Rafa Hotel's team play. And then and then now, mm-hmm. he has to go now play against, you know, Leipzig, right? So it's like strength. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you're stressed, bro. Like, it's like Game of Thrones. Everybody's coming after you, man. And it's not just United. It's Chelsea. Yeah. It's Liverpool. It's City. Like, yeah. they feel the pressure every day that they go on the pitch to go play. Like, the team's coming off. Teams are playing the games of their life. Goalkeepers are p- putting in world-class saves. You know, like, yeah. it's the level just goes so high that when you now come over to the, uh, 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 you know, to the Champions League, you're gassed. You're so tired. And then now you have to perform. And then yeah. you have to come back. And then you have to perf- this It's just, it's too much. You know what I mean? So, but they, that's why you, yeah. they invest... And they're also, they're also shooting their, their self in the foot by not having the five <laughs> But the Premier League doesn't care. In a way, I kind of like it. In mm-hmm. a way, I kind of like it because I know it sounds crazy. Yeah. It, makes it, it, yeah. more, it makes it more competitive and, you know, it's like it's like you get less less opportunities really? to fix your mistakes. Exactly. So don't fuck up. That's why you should use that respite <laughs> in the Champions League. When you get the opportunity, rest your fucking guys in the Champions League. You know, put up a mixture of a different team yeah. and then if they're all fucking up, just switch them up and put them five guys in. Boom, done. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's half a squad. <laughs> I know. Bro. That's half a squad. Yeah. That's but anyway, uh, that was good. Good win uh, from Mourinho. He's in a very good place right now. This guy, you know, he smells. He seems to have stuff on the ropes yeah. every time. He, he does. Him, he man. does. He smells blood <laughs> and he's ready to, like, you know, really. Uh, 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 push on, push on for the title and to push on for the league. Tottenham for me look really good, bro. Like they look really. I, I, I'm I'm shocked right now with what I'm seeing mm-hmm. from Tottenham, but we'll see if this lasts and we'll see if they. Yeah. It's a long season, but we're ending the first quarter of the season and they are looking quite gravy, bro. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. another another thing too is like you think you think things would be different if Mourinho became. The, the the Barcelona manager no. instead of Pep. Well, obviously things would be different, but I think I think Barcelona did the right thing in getting Pep on their squad because they they dominated Europe with that Barcelona squad, right? They did. They did. But, but Mourinho no, dominated but Mourinho Europe. Would as well. have, Mourinho would have done what Ernesto Valverde would have done. You know what I mean? Ernesto Valverde, uh, Valverde mm-hmm. he won a Champions League with them. He won a league with them. I uh, I think he won a couple more trophies. Mourinho would have done exact. Wait, yeah. remember MSN, Champions League with Messi, them? Suarez, Neymar? That was his team. I thought that was, yeah, uh, that was Luis Valverde. Enrique. Yeah, I don't think well, really? Enrique won, but um, I'm pretty sure that was Valverde. Enrique won. He won the um, trouble. I'm pretty sure it wasn't him. Let me see. Let's check. Let's check the history. Fact check time. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. I'm pretty sure it was Luis Enrique that won the. Uh, I'm sure it was Valverde. Let's see. Let's see. Barcelona. Um. Man, Enrique, Enrique didn't get fired. He stepped down, right? Because he was like too yeah. much stress. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like to be at this level all the time. It's just it takes yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. out of you. Um, so Messi's first season breaking records. Might have been Enrique. Actually, I might have got my facts wrong. Good fact check on that. Uh, Ernesto Valverde was named as Luis after signing two-year contract, so it might have been um, uh, it might have been Luis Enrique, bro. I think it was. Uh, Sisla Liga, the front three of Messi. Yeah. 
Okay, let's see when Luis Enrique. Okay, so I think it was Luis Enrique. I think you're right. Yeah, because after step that, down. after that, he decided to take a step down. Actually, after yeah, yeah, the yeah, season, yeah, yeah. after they won the trip. Okay, no, there yeah. you go. But yeah, anyway, but yeah, I think um, yeah, you're right. I think uh, I felt it always. I don't know why that always felt like Ernesto um, Valverde. But anyway, I think I think. Valverde was winning the doubles, right? But he wasn't winning. Yeah, the yeah, travel. he was. He that was the one. Yeah, because he lost to uh, I think Roma, um, and then he lost to Liverpool. And then he lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah. good call. But yeah, no, the the I think I think it would have been more like Ernesto Valverde's reign. To be honest, I don't think he would have been because imagine like remember the thing that happened with like Real, right, with Mourinho. So Mourinho dominated. Like yeah, yeah. Um, he didn't dominate, but he won like one of the craziest um, uh, seasons ever with like Ronaldo, Angel Di Maria, and I think um, Mesut Ozil. And um, yeah, where they had the highest amount of goals. Yeah, and, and then Benzema too as well. Like they fucking tore that shit up, right? But uh, he didn't. He did not secure La Decima, and. Then after that, it became such no. an obsession. They finally got rid of his ass. And then Zinedine Zidane came in, said, look, you guys are all good. I don't need to sit here and start coaching you guys. You know, Hala Madrid and Ronaldo. And then they won yeah. three Champions League, like, you know, back to back to back, right? So, um, yeah, it was Ancelotti before. Ancelotti came in, did his job. Ancelotti got fired. Yes. And then Zidane came in, did his job. Yeah, so... I, yeah, yeah. Who? He won, won it with them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he won, yeah, it, won he the Champions League. He won it. Uh, he was the one who gave them La Decima and then they canned his ass after. But, but that's the thing, right? Like I think Mourinho had has the squad to do great things, but the problem with Mourinho is his. Remember, his his style of play. His style of play is not consistent enough. That's the biggest thing. Out of all this stuff, if you mm-hmm. anything can take away from any of it, Mourinho can give you a trophy. And honestly, for a club like Tottenham, it's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. For a club like Chelsea, yeah. for a club like United, for a club like City now, for a club like Liverpool, it is not sustainable. You need to do more. That's the reason why yeah. Liverpool are sticking... Like, like Klopp has etched his name into like... Um, Legend status for Liverpool and his club is, yeah. Sorry, yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's edge, he's edge is yeah, because to, he to he like will Liverpool. he's cons- he consistently built that team up slowly, finally getting up getting them up to win a Champions League, which they've already won in the last decade. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say decade or whatever they've won uh, mm-hmm. recently, and then f- giving them that title that they've not touched for thirty years, like like. Club, it's it's crazy because club actually took yeah. them to like six, like seven he's, he's, he's 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 you see what I mean? That's the difference with club. But Mourinho will take you to one final, yeah. two finals, right? Like for United Carabao yeah. Cup, but he'll win. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll win, win the final. The final. You know Carabao <laughs> Cup, UEFA Champions, uh, UEFA. Uh, uh, sorry, Europa League, UEFA Europa League. He'll win. He'll win the Europa League. Yeah. You know, you win you a, a league title with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. He, you win you an FA Cup. You win all these things, but then he will. You know, those are those are, those are the things he's gonna win. But to, to come back next year and be the yeah. team to still be in the challenge for the title, no, he will not. He would. They will figure his ass out, and then he's he his players would be like, bro, like, can we like play a little bit more exciting because I'm tired of like giving the other team the ball. And then you get fired. But mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, um, we've talked a lot about uh these groups. We're we're basically almost out of time. Um, real quick, just jumping into uh, you know, the Syria app just because when it really covered that thing, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, this guy is still doing mad things, man, with uh AC Milan, you know. Uh, 
it was it was against yeah, Napoli. It was against Napoli. Um, you know, and you know that's uh uh Napoli is my is my team this season in uh, uh Italy, but uh they, Victor Ustman is yeah, from I saw that. I was like, man, yeah. no wonder. But honestly, though, Napoli plays sexy football. AC Milan, from the get-go of that game, showed them like, oh, you guys think you guys can play sexy football? Guess what? We can play sexier football. Like, they were, like, all over them. All over. Like, I've never seen Napoli be on the back mm-hmm. foot so much. I was like, bruh, where did this come from? You know? Um, they were on the back yeah. foot. AC Milan had them in the ropes. Um, and, uh, it's not looking good, man, but bro, as one thing I always say again, this is too early Juventus, even though they've been crap all season, that team is only 16 points, four points away from AC Milan. And they've only, they've only conceded six goals against the defense is tight. They're not just not scoring enough goals to win games, you know, in, yeah, it is, yeah you, can, you can say they're Ronaldo, Ronaldo too much, but they look like even though like they're still hanging in there. My my other team, Roma, Roma seems you know to be kind of hanging in there. Roma score goals, but they concede lots of goals too. Yeah, in third, yeah, they're in third right now. Inter Milan too. Also no, Inter just needs to hang in there. Too. I think Inter. I I think at the end. Let's wait till till Christmas. This league will look a lot more differently right now. Um, I think I think it'll be yeah. I think I think Juve will be back on top too. I think Ronaldo's back now. This guy is, you know, that COVID thing pissed him off, and when when he's like Zlatan, you know, like COVID pissed him off, but then now Zlatan is injured, so he injured his uh, hamstring, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm looking good for a brother out here, but you know, if you look. If you look at what AC Milan are doing, they look good. But I think just watch halfway through yeah. the season, we're going to probably do a Serie A like review. And those guys, honestly, man, they look, they look, uh, AC Milan, I, I think, will be on shaky ground right now with Latin's injury. So we'll see what, how it looks like for the next week. If he's not injured, then he'll be good. If he's injured, then they're in trouble. Um, but you know, you know what's crazy too? My 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 guilty pleasure team. I know, but well I don't, I don't think that will last, period. man. I don't think it will last. <laughs> I think I think they're gonna get yeah. found out at some point. Inter, I think, will start to pick their shit up because yeah. Conte probably is looking at this season like, if there's any freaking season that I should be on top, this is the season. This is the season. Yeah. You know, I, Juventus yeah. don't have uh, an experienced coach. Um, COVID is all over the place, messing shit up. He has a plethora of experienced players. He mm-hmm. has Vidal, Ericsson. And then he also has my boy, oh, Nicolo Barella. This boy, if any team should, any team, should, every team should be going for that midfielder. Nicolo Barella, in my opinion, right now, top tier, one of the best midfielders in the in in, in the world right now that nobody's looking at. Um, but anyway, he has, yeah. I think I think a lot of teams are actually looking at him. Conte wanted to buy him when he was at Chelsea. Yeah. When, when he was at Chelsea, right? But uh, Marina said no. Um, I think right nah, now, my 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 always looks at everybody. Well, Don't go for nobody. Please take us out of that equation. We're not looking. We're 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 boosting our fans. That's what we're trying to do. But another player that's actually looking really good is Houston Hour, man. Yeah, so I don't I watch Arsenal a lot of the French league, so I don't know. I've heard of him, but I don't know much about him, to be honest. Yeah. I, but, but man, Barella plays for a lot more intense league, in my opinion, and he is unbelievable. That kid, oh, that kid, I think he's Conte's child. You know how you guys talk about Mason Mount? <laughs> Yo, funny story, actually. Frank Lapard actually had to, like, actually say Mason Mount is not my kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Well, I, I watched the, the press conference this Yo, morning. And he said it. But he's like, he's like, he's like I will, I'll play no favoritism on anybody. No, all the, they have to earn Mason this. Mason Mount is his kid. He has to deny it. It's so funny. But, yeah. Yeah, no, but, but if, there's any, if there's any kid that you want to see is uh, 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 coach's son, Nicolo Barella is Conte's kid, man. That kid, and not like, you know, in any favoritism way, 
that kid, you know how crazy Conte is in the touchline? That's how Nicola Balela is on the pitch. This guy is a beast. He just, yeah. oh, man. I'm surprised he hasn't even gotten the, no, 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 the, the, the no, captain no, no, arms no. band yet. He's just, he's just like Kante. No, players just like, like Kante that, I feel like, I field. feel like players like that. When you give them the captain's armband, they're like, "Oh shit, I have to be more, much more responsible." And then it takes a sting out of the game. Yeah. Leave him, leave him. I don't know, man. I don't know. Could when when Kante when Kante no, was no, Juventus no, no. Uh, still, captain. I, I think Bayela will still do a phenomenal job, but I think for now he should just play his game because there are other players on that team that are leaders on that team. Like he just needs to do his own job. He mm-hmm. is so good at doing his own job. Leave him alone. Yeah, I love that kid. I'm a fan of Nicolo Barella, man. Mm-hmm. But he, he also, he also oh, gets yeah. those boys going too. He's he's a, he also gets he's a he's a phenomenal player. Pitch, but yeah. anyway, I mean, like like speaking of those kind of players, another player that I still think is phenomenal. AC Milan has Theo Hernandez. Man, this kid is a phenomenal left back. He is a phenomenal left back. I love that dude too, man. Watching him play, oh, when you talk about left backs that like bump up, come down, bump up, and he would dribble you, you mess, and he would dive. He's so nasty. He would dive all over the pitch. You, he, he gets fouls all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a guy that you want on your team. Guys like that, man. It's it's uh, it, the Italian league is 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 good, man. I think people are missing out when they don't watch this league. They need to watch this league a little bit more. Yeah. It's lit. It's lit. Yeah. It's lit this year. Anyway, sure. we're pushing off for time. Um, real quick, just to cover real quick. Uh, looks like uh, your boys won over the weekend with Dortmund. Um, I saw highlights of that. And then by- that was a hard game. That was a hard game. Like, and then yeah. all of a sudden it just opened up. Holland with Sorry? four goals. That <laughs> was just Holland. And yeah, then Holland, yeah, 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 he got, got four, four goals. goals. Yeah, he went beast mode. Yeah, and uh, Marco Royce was also so mm. instrumental in the press, man. It's lovely to see him back. I just want, how I just did, want how, him to stay fit, man. Yeah, if he can, no, he, he, he played well, but like, how did Sancho play? No, forget all these idiots. I don't care about Marco Royce and all these dumbasses. He didn't, didn't, didn't play. Sancho didn't play. Bro, yo, Sancho is no, Sancho flopping hard this season with Dortmund, bro. I don't know if it's that. The reason I think is because of um, what do you call it? He, I think he might have caught a knock. I'm not quite sure because like in the in the England game, and then uh, coming into the into the into the game as well, they're also thinking about what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. in in the next match in Champions League Mm because that's where they need to qualify. If they don't qualify, this guy, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah. Lucien Favre yeah. has problems on his hand. So, yeah. They're pretty much looking at it that way. But, yeah, Sancho, Sancho didn't play. But uh, he was on the nah, bench. Bro. Like, dude, every little thing that that, could, that is happening, that could happen uh, to Sancho is happening to Sancho right now. And, um, honestly, I don't see the commitment that I saw from him last season. I don't think it means anything for us, United. I don't think we're we're gonna get him. I think that ship has sailed. But to be honest, he he came out, he came out on press conference and he was like, "I'm not playing my greatest right now, but I'm gonna get through it." And um, Man, he was pretty much like, "He's every, giving every y'all that." Has look, a, has honestly, he's doing whatever he can, he can to fucking undervalue himself. I'm telling you right now, like he, he's he's doing just enough to be good, and then he's saying the right things just to look nice. But in reality, if if because right now there's a second wave, right, for COVID. No, any team that comes for Sancho would not come mm-hmm. for the ridiculous fucking money Dortmund were asking for. Like, I get it. I agree. We should have paid the yeah. cheese. We should have gotten him right away. But on the same breath, I'm happy that mm-hmm. we didn't get him too as well. Like, I'm not happy, but I'm also kind of happy. I'm sad, but I'm, I'm 50-50. Because when I look at the whole thing, to pay $120 yeah. million or $110 million for a football player, man, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this kid better be, like, producing mm-hmm. week in, week out, scoring goals, 10 assists. You know, I mean, an assist a game, like, better be like he needs to, yes, he needs to be on Mbappe. another motherfucking level. And 
I don't think he was, I don't think maybe he's doing that for, um, you know, um, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, Dortmund last season. But honestly, I don't think that, uh, uh, he would do it in Manchester United in Premier League. I don't think he would do that. But anyway, bottom line is y'all should have taken that cheese when we offered it. And right now, I think he's valuation. People are looking at it. Dortmund guys are sweating right now. And then they could sit on it and say, look, we don't have to sell the player. Good on you guys. But if you don't sell the player when he wants to go and then you wait and then that starts to sip into his head and he gets distracted, bro, I'm telling you, in two more years, Sancho's mm-hmm. valuation People keep saying he's going to go higher, but if he's in a place where he's not in a good mind state, it's going to drop. Guaranteed, it's going to drop. So y'all need to take the yeah. cheese and y'all need to do the business. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, Bayern tied 1-1 mm-hmm. um, and it looks good for y'all. 19 points for Bayern, 18 points for Dortmund, 18 points for, Leib- uh, for Leverkusen, yeah. 17 points for Leipzig. Leipzig drew as well. So Nagelsmann, everybody's been raving about this dude, but this season started out hot and now it's not looking as hot as it usually would look like. So anyway, with the way things are, mm-hmm. Bayern's going to win the league again. Dortmund's going to come second again. Leipzig probably is going to come third, but you know, is what it is. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. that's that. I think uh, we're going to wrap it up there, bro. This weekend, I mean, this week we've got some key games coming up. Chelsea against Ren. Chelsea's probably going to win that game. And we've got United against Basak Shahir. Hopefully, Ole just uh, tells everybody to watch the corner kicks and uh, we should be good to go from there. But, you know, we'll cover that when those games come up this uh, uh, Friday. I mean, sorry, not Friday. This uh, Tuesday. And um, uh, uh, we'll probably do a podcast probably Wednesday, you know, for the games. But, yeah. Anywho, bro, that's it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a good show, good talk, good, 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 good mm-hmm. for us to do it again one more time. Um, but we'll reconvene Wednesday. Yeah. Um, okay. If you guys would like to, sh- uh, jo- uh, what do you call it? Geez, if you guys would like uh, to, uh, uh, you know, support us, uh, we don't need your support. But if you like to support us, you can. Uh, jo- <laughs> Follow us at, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, we don't need to follow us, but if you would like, it's up to you. <laughs> Go out there, follow us. And uh, follow us on Anchor. Follow us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that uh, helps us. And, you know, if you like what you listen to, listen more to our show. Yeah, and keep uh, sharing it with your friends Thank you. Well. Stay safe, people. And, uh, you know, we'll do our thing on Wednesday. Be safe. Uh, Up for Chelsea. Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) Ciao.